Welcome to Here We Are, the podcast where we celebrate the beauty of being a nerd by learning about nerdy things from fellow nerds. I'm your host, Joy Bork. Today, y'all are going to meet a gem of a human. I met Amy on a job site and we became fast friends. She's a graphics operator for the corporate events world and she's also secretly a wizard. Today's interview isn't just about her job, but more about her evolution of discovery. So without further ado, here's my friend, Amy Quinn. My name is Amy Quinn, and I am a graphic artist. Not in the sense of what everyone thinks, but more in the line of digital, video, broadcasty graphics. And that's why I met you. That is exactly why we met. And thank God, again, perfect segue into why I love my job. Tell me everything. So we're nerding out about graphic artistry? We're we're nerding out graphic artists. And and I guess what you'd call a a graphics operator, per se. Okay. Right? that's, That's part of the job that I didn't know about. You get thrown into things. That's probably what you did. You started out in the category of where we are and then went into everything. Because, I mean, you're a genius, so you probably got yourself into little mini holes and figured it out. I have just stayed in my field. I went to four different colleges because why not? As Seems a, fine. Yeah, it just seemed like at the time I didn't know you had to pay for it. <laughs> so I just thought you could <laughs> So I'm like, hey, let's go and do some college jumping. Dumb idea. But I, in a way, it was smart. I wanted to be a designer of furniture. I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. Till that I is cool. That, yeah, no, it's so cool. But, and then I realized like there are a lot of classes and money that you put into it. I went to the Institute of Design. And after my first semester of heavily partying and still doing a side gig and doing a full time job, I aced it. I'm like, how? How is that possible? Can't mm-hmm. be possible. And I realized that's the first semester that I was just wasting my time, that it wasn't necessary for me. It was just a, a launch to, to say, you know, what, that's what they say to you when you're in high school. What do you want to do for a living? Right. You have to have an answer. Uh, I'm like, furniture is cool. Yeah, totally. Let's go there. And so that's what I went with. But segue, then I, because I didn't know what I wanted to do, I went to a junior college. I got my um, associates just because that's what you do again. Mm-hmm. Then someone said, hey, go to U of I. My best friend at the time was going to U of I Champagne. I went to U of I Chicago because my mom stayed a single mom and I didn't want to leave her. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'll just go there. It's the same thing. It is not whatsoever. <laughs> not only is the location totally different, people are totally different. And I just have to say, I didn't know what I wanted to be there either. But it, and this, and I don't mean this in any offense to to any minority or, or anything because I'm Asian. But I found that the community was very diverse, which was great. Yeah. Unfortunately, my biggest <laughs> my biggest predator were Asians. <laughs> Wow. They, they literally were like, why are you not having a major? Like, why aren't you in medicine? Why aren't you an architect? Or why aren't you this? I'm thinking, because I, I don't know what I want to do. <laughs> I don't want They're to. Like, yeah, you're like, you're a junior. You should really should know this at this point. I saw this video class. I'm like, oh, I'm going to take that. Unfortunately, when I walked in, it was like probably 80 people in a very large room. And as I was trying to hear what they were talking about, I realized that, wow, I I don't know how we learned this because I could hardly hear as a bunch of us. Everyone's asking questions. So I went to the woman who was teaching it. She says, unfortunately, this is a theory 
school. We don't, we're not going to give you a camera. We're not going to give you any equipment to do this. You just, here's your book. And I'm thinking, I could just read a book. Like, why am I here? Right. You talk about things and that was fine. So I, I literally went to my dean, like right after that conversation and said to him, I think I'm going to go because I, this isn't for me. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I think you're making, making a big mistake. I said, no, I'm, I'm going to take off. And my only fear was telling my mom yet again, I'm mm -hmm. going to another school. I was dating a guy who was going to Northern Illinois. Okay. I was like, I'll go there. He's there. <laughs> Right. So I signed up, going to Northern, whatever, driving there. I get there and all I saw was fields of corn. And I said, hmm. And there was train tracks. And then you had to go through another field of corn to get to apartments. Turn around. We're yep. right back home. And I said, that wasn't for me. So that's what I mean by the fourth school. But yep. I believe in that. But so going back to leaving, I got on a train. I lived in Forest Park at the time. So it would be west instead of east. But I went east accident on the train because I wasn't thinking. I was just trying to figure out how to tell It's my an easy mistake. Especially again, just not thinking. I mean I do it I did it every day where I went home in it, but I just went the other way and all of a sudden I realized that I'm going the wrong way. And I looked out, I you know, I stepped off the train and I coincidentally saw this door and there was a lot of people. Like I don't know if you're familiar because you are young with the movie Fame or the show Fame. Anyone in my age would know it. It's, it was a very artsy school. People were outside with their boombox dancing. And From 1980? Yeah. I mean, it felt like fame to me. Totally. So I got off the train. I went in. And then the big banner, I could still see it. It says open registration. And I was like, today? <laughs> yes. I'm going in. And so I, I went in there. And this woman, to this day, who I love and adore, unfortunately, she passed. She's amazing. I told her what I want to do. I cried because I said, I'm a loser. I can't figure out my life. And she goes, you've come to the right place. <laughs> I said, yeah. Did you just walk and into that, Narnia? Yeah, basically. That's through the wardrobe. Oh, like, that's so perfect the way you just said that because it was like a Narnia wardrobe door. And then it opened up to unbelievable possibilities, but things that I want to do. I wasn't afraid of it. And it was just like, what's this door do? What's this door? Do? So it opened your curiosity. Absolutely. It wasn't like shutting you in like the other ones were. Yes. But also, on top of it all, there was so many doors, right? So even if I didn't like this door, I wanted to open this door because mm. I knew, I just knew it was, it was in, in, the, in the spectrum of what I wanted right. to do, at least. It was creative. It was cool. People were different. And it was fine. There were Asians like me who were not architects or doctors. They were writers and they were wow. artists. And they were, so it, it really, it gave me that like, curiosity and then like I'm staying and the woman I talked to she became my mentor with everything and I just that's how this whole thing started towards the end of my days there she said hey I have this internship you should go do I'm like okay great and at the time it was these new daytime shows so obviously it was Oprah mm -hmm. I don't know if, I think again you're too young for Jenny Jones Jenny Jones was a comedian turned daytime tv host but she says, I have this Jenny Jones intern, you should go. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, that's so cool. TV, yay. Horrible, horrible thing to do to yourself at that time. Because, you you know, everyone does the PA work. Can What's you define PA real quick for my non-techie yes. friends? Yes, yes, yes. So a PA is a production assistant. Mm -hmm. It encompasses everything. So that production assistant literally assists the production, everything that happens within. Anything from yeah. coffee runs to... 
to writing things down because you have to, to putting things like continuity, to looking through tapes. Printing off a million scripts. Absolutely. That change Uh, and then you have to print them all off again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I hate that chair. Go get me a new chair. Like that. It's like the, it's a butler that has to do everything and puts on all the hats. And so that's what I was, but I was a a production assistant for the audience, which is even worse. (laughs) What? Yeah, so audience production, which means, so I'm going to give you a perfect example. There was a time where she was having the Australian fireman calendar people. (laughs) Ah, okay. This is Uh interesting. Yeah, it was, and Amy, go grab 15 koalas and then some palm trees. And I'm thinking, now prior to Google, computers and cell phones. And Amazon. And Amazon. So there are computers, but they're to type letters. Right. Stuff like that. They weren't like, oh, let's look this up. That wasn't happening. What did you do? There was no internet. It was the yellow pages that was this thick and you look, you do this. And really? You yes. Oh. And I was looking for uh, fake koala bears. I'm like, maybe I'll go to Toys R Us. I'll just buy a whole bunch. <clears throat> maybe I'll call a, a beach company to blow up palm trees, whatever. I had, to, I had to do something to this set. And I'm thinking, wow. All right. I've never been to Australia. Wow. I just know about things. I'm like, how about sharks? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Trying to figure it out. What do you do in Australia? Long story short, I realized at that time that unless you loved it and you did it well and you didn't think about it and just did it, it wasn't going to be for you. So when I left that, she said, I have another internship. I said, no, 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 I'm not doing that. <laughs> that that's not for me. She goes, no, no, no. Better. It's McDonald's. I go, oh, oh great. You're like, Of course, in my head, I'm going, why would you, why, what am I going to do there? Like, we are still going backwards. Why would I go to McDonald's? I go to McDonald's every other day. I'm not going there to work. Right. And she said, no, 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 you don't get it. And then she explained to me that they have a TV company, blah, 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 I don't know, television. I'm like, okay, fine, fine, fine. And she said, believe it or not, it is the most coveted internship my department has. Really? Uh, yes. McDonald's was the, the premier internship to get because once you got in the door at McDonald's, court. TV department, it, the possibilities were endless. So I was just like, oh, okay. And, and their said, headquarters is in the Chicago suburbs, right? It's in the Chicago suburbs. At the time, they had a television studio, which looked, if you drove by it on 1994, you're like, oh, there's McDonald's. It's not. It's where they filmed everything. It looks exactly like McDonald's, but the back of it is all production. That's very confusing. Editing. Very confusing. So I went and I interviewed. They did not hire me. They were just like, yeah, we'll think about it, right? Whatever. Okay. I'm like, oh, man, bad news bears. I was just like, I'm so sorry I didn't get the job. Like, this and that work. Because yeah. it was one, one a year. Then, this is why I believe in miracles. <laughs> I get a call from a woman, and she said, this is Tracy at McDonald's. We met with you last week or two weeks ago. And I said, yeah. And I said, I didn't think I got that just because someone said, you didn't get that. Right. <laughs> they gave it to another person, and but that person started, and all he did was make long-distance phone calls to God knows where. What? And they found out. Yeah, honestly. Wow. So they said they let him go, and I was runner-up. So lesson there, it's never bad to be second. <laughs> yep, yeah. So I was second. And I went in there and met the most amazing people, Kate being one of them, mm-hmm. and everyone else. And we all had 
uh, different jobs. I was the PA and I would do everything, but then there were people who started out as just doing like lower thirds. What's a lower third? If you ever watched sports. And the sports. Be, the sports. And you see people's names and like things are going down. That yeah. would be like a Chiron operator at the time. Yeah, that's it. the that's the software brand. The software brand, yes, thank you. That they would use to have the name appearing out. And then there was the show caller, someone who told you when to do that. Right. And you called cameras and, and to turn them on and off and all that stuff. Yeah. So that we had a whole production going on. And I noticed that I veered towards the background stuff. So when I say that is a lot of times when you see someone without a background and it's, what is it, chroma keyed, right? So mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a green screen. You had to design something to go back there. It was me like, okay, do that. And so I taught myself when the day was done, I would go upstairs and I would teach myself how to do this because I, I thought it was very interesting. That's amazing. Um, yeah. I started, I opened up a paint box and I would draw on it to make backgrounds. And and I was doing doodling. I was just really having fun because I just thought it was interesting. One of the producers saw it and was like, wow, you're really good at that. I'm like, uh, really? Because oh. I just scanned the tie. I took a pie that I saw in a wardrobe group. I scanned it. And then I, I drew over it and made some patterns. That was cool. And they're like, we're using that. I'm like, what? what? So that's how I started. I just started pulling things in. I started teaching myself at night how to do that that's amazing because it was just cool i was I, the art part of it to me was great the idea of creating something and then movement so i would just like how do you move that so i would scan one part and I'd scan it the other way and i would make them go backwards back and forth back mm -hmm. and that made things move and so we did have a show called what's up mcdonald's that's what it's called it was like an mtv ish show that they had made for McDonald's crew and they would see it once a week and you'd tell them like, the new things. Hey, have you tried this fry? You don't have to shake it. And this type of fry, look at these buns, all that stuff. And so I would make <laughs> buns in the background or I would make fries and up. And, and that's how I started. And, that's um, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I got, when I had my whatever X amount of time with them, they offered me a job. That's incredible. Yeah, they offered me a job and they said, hey, would you mind being a graphic artist here? And I'm like, oh, my God, a title and everything? Would I mind? <laughs> that's how I started graphics. But I went into it in the video realm. I wanted to do like some editing or I wanted right. to do some writing. But I discovered that I couldn't fake the writing even if I tried. Like I would mm -hmm. write something and people like, no. Mm -mm. But if you drew that, you'd Go be for great. It. But then that's how, again, steps to where I am now, which that part seems so much cooler. <laughs> now, you know, so that department slash area closed. Yeah. They no longer needed that technology was getting better. So the funniest thing about this whole event in my life is when people ask me, did you know what you wanted to do when you were younger? I always say what I do, how I got here was never in any syllabus. You couldn't go to college and say, right. this is what I want to do. Now it is. But when yeah. I was going to school, it was just self-discovery. You mm -hmm. don't say you're going to be a graphics operator or artist. There was no such thing. So mm -hmm. it's nice to, to pioneer this type of job. Yeah. Where you, it was nowhere to be found. It was like, how do you write a job description based on this? I just did it because it was like what I wanted to do. Completely fell into it. But then fall in love with it because not the job itself because that was fun and exciting very very stressful at times 
because, okay, we're going to go on. We're live. Let's go. But what was nice was the people, again, such as yourself, you meet these different people from all walks of life. And they, at the time, had the same experience I did. Yeah. Where we were all like, hey, what does this button do? What mm -hmm. does this door open up to? So yeah. that was the coolest part about getting started in this business was all the avenues that met together. That so much curiosity. It. Would you say that kind of the through line of all of this is your nerd is actually curiosity? Yeah, that's the root of it. I think it's it's curiosity and just like a, a, the adventure of, of that. The um, brightness of it. Yes. It feels yeah. bright to me. When I feel alive, I feel that bright spark of curiosity. When I am leaning more toward the depressed side, everything goes gray. But that is my experience of you. Like when we met the first time in the middle of a show in New Jersey, yeah. you yeah. were this bright spot oh. that broke through like the gray of my panic because I had no clue what was going on. And in that moment, like to me, that bright spot was enough to let me know I'm not alone and you're going to be fine. And ha ha ha, here's a joke. Poke, poke, poke. And, it, it, and, and it's funny you say that, but I feel like that that's exactly what's cool about our job is because there's a lot of times like you now that's the perfect story or the perfect um, example of you go somewhere. You don't quite know what your role is. You know how the whole production works. But at that time, like, what am I supposed to do? But then you have these people who are in the same boat as you. You're all right. we're all there. What are we doing now? And it's nice because you do have that camaraderie. If I fall, they're going to get me. Totally. Or this person knows just as much as I do, and they're treading, and they're doing good. So it's right. almost like you follow suit, and you're right. It's That's exactly right. And I, and again, one of the biggest reasons why I'm staying in this thing, too, isn't because I know everything. It's ever-evolving, right? But the base right. is, is what you know. But the people you meet that lead you to your next adventure they're there. It's very rare that I don't go into work and come home and something cool happens. Oh my God, right. I saw this huge screen. I've never seen a screen. It's like, it's always evolving. And there's always people that you look to because you did not think it was possible when you see them and right. you, you see where they're at and you see what they're doing. And you're like, oh, hallelujah. Like we can do that. Right. The curiosity gets you to this and then it gets you further and further and further. That's where you can't wait to see what the next job is. Sometimes it's disappointing. <laughs> but sometimes you come home, you're like, wah, wah, let's erase that. Yeah. You know, from, but yeah, I would geek out or nerd out about curiosity. And I love that you pointed that out. Very, very cool. Because I did not think that. Now well, I do. I, I love that about you. And <laughs> I can't wait for the next job where I'm actually hanging out with you. Well, I always say now, good for you or good job. Proud of you. Yep, proud of you. Oh, oh, you do it better. That, and I always do, I do have to say, I'm so grateful for you. Some people freak out, but that's okay. That's new for them. People don't tell them that much, but. It's a thing. Amy, this was so fun. Thank you for your time. Thank you for sharing your nerd. I love literally any time I get to spend with you. I'm more grateful because I cannot get over how fun that was. No one ever wants to hear about that from me. I want to hear about all the things. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm pleased here. and I'm very happy. And you just made my week. You made 2022 a lot cooler to me. Oh, love you and like you. See you soon. Love you and like you. And I'm so proud of you. Got you. <laughs> so here we are. I love stories of discovery. And if you can't tell, I love Amy. 
I heard over and over again in her interview the phrase that went something like, I wonder where this door leads. And as someone who has typically been hesitant to make decisions because I'm waiting on getting enough information to make the right decision, I love the invitation of trying on curiosity instead, leading with wonder. May you do the same. If you've got a flavor of nerd that you want me to celebrate, I would love to hear all about it. So go ahead and email me at herewearethepodcast at gmail.com and tell me everything. I love taking time to sit and make space for nerd to be celebrated. If you really like this podcast and want to financially support what I'm doing, head on over to patreon.com, search for Here We Are The Podcast, and sign up for one of the many, many beautifully and sassily written support tiers that I'm really proud of. So until next time, don't forget that curiosity wins and the world needs more nerds. Bye.